0: The Atlanta Braves pretty much know what the lineup is going to look like in the postseason, but there are some big question marks on the pitching staff in today's episode. We're going to give our roster predictions. Who's going to make that pitching staff? What's it going to look like? And how will everything shake out for the Atlanta Braves? We'll discuss all that on today's episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves. Your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jacob Mastriani. You can follow me on social media at shortstopball. Make sure you follow the podcast there as well at Locked On underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast if you're watching this on YouTube we're doing this one live we'll do several several of these live throughout these off days in the postseason, But if you're there, hit that subscribe button, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button on the video as well to help support the show. Thank you so much of all your support of Lockdown Braves, of being an everyday listener. If you are an everyday listener, let me know down in the comment section below on YouTube, but try to get to all the comments out there. And thank you so much for all the comments that we receive here. And it is just great to go through those hear from you know that you're listening and to be able to just continue the conversation there. So thank you for all of that on today's episode it's mainly going to be roster predictions we are going to look at the pitching look at the the position players who do i think is going to be on the roster who do i think should be on the roster that's what we'll take up the majority of our podcast today we are doing this live so i'm also going to take some questions from those who are here at live with us we'll do that in the second segment and then we'll wrap things up in the final segment looking at day one of the wild card series on tuesday cannot wait to watch the action glad the braves don't have to be a part of it so just looking forward to sitting back watching all of those big games on a tuesday but let's jump into our discussion here for today looking at roster predictions and who will be on the postseason roster for the atlanta braves and probably won't see this happen you know won't get an announcement of rosters until Probably Friday at the earliest, and a lot will depend on how the wild card series plays out between the Marlins and the Phillies. And who wins that, I think, really could decide who gets those final few spots, especially on the pitching staff. But let's break it down, pitchers and then position players. Or let's start with position players, because those are the guys that are pretty much locked in at this point. And I do think they'll carry 13 pitchers, 13 position players. I know Mark Bowman, MLB.com, who does a great job covering the Braves and has all the inside information. I know at one point he had maybe speculated they'd carry 14 position players and 12 pitchers in the NLDS. It is a little bit of a shorter round, so maybe you don't need the extra pitching. He thought maybe they'd go with an extra catcher. I don't really see the need for that unless you're starting Darno and Murphy every day, which you're not going to do that with Ozuna getting the DH duties every day. So I don't see the need, really, to carry a third catcher. I think it'll be 13 pitchers and 13 position players. But as always, let me know if you agree or disagree with that in the comments section. But on the position player side of things, quite easily, it's going to be Sean Murphy and Travis Darno at the catcher position. I think Sean Murphy's gonna get the bulk of the starts behind the plate. I mean, you don't make a move for a guy like that unless you know he's gonna be your number one in big situations. We've discussed it on the podcast before, though. If there was gonna be a situation where maybe you wouldn't start Sean Murphy, it would be with Max Freed on the mound. If Max Freed, again just feels more comfortable with Travis Darno back there and his numbers do support that, then I am all on board with Travis Darno starting whenever Max Freed pitches, because Max Freed can eliminate a run game by himself. He has one of the better pickoff moves in the game, so when he's out there, he can limit the run game. So if Freed just feels more comfortable throwing to Travis, and then Freed can pretty much cut down the run game on his own, I'm all for Travis Darno starting those games. But I think outside of that, I think you're going to see Sean Murphy behind the plate because of what he can do defensively and how elite He is with that being able to just prevent the run game from even getting going with the threat of his arm behind the plate. We've seen this year when Travis Darno was back there, teams are much more willing to run on him. But with Murphy back there, they'll be a little bit more hesitant. So I do think that is a big part of the postseason here, having Sean Murphy and just the threat of his arm behind the plate. And it's not like either one of those guys is necessarily tearing the cover off the baseball going into the postseason. I still like the big threat. Of Sean Murphy's power potential, you know, batting seventh, eighth in the order, wherever you want to put him, that he could potentially run into one at some point. So I do think Sean Murphy gets the bulk of the starts. But again, if we do see Travis Darno, I think it would be with Max Freed on the mound. Infielders, you're going to have Matt Olsen, Ozzy Albies, Orlando Arcia, Austin Riley as your starters, and Nikki Lopez on the bench. I thought, you know, maybe at one point, if you wanted to go with Vaughn Grissom to give you an upgrade on a bat. Uh, I thought maybe they would do that, but we didn't see Von Grissom come back up. And I think having the defensive versatility of Nicky Lopez there just makes much more sense rather than having another right-handed bench bat, which we'll talk about who that's going to be here in a second. So I think those are you know going to be your infielders. Everything goes perfectly. You probably don't see Nicky Lopez uh, very much in this postseason, but those are going to be your infielders for the Braves outfielders. Eddie Rosario, Michael Harris II, Ronald Acuna Jr. Are going to be your starters. And then on the bench, you're going to have Forrest Wall. I think he's going to be on there for his speed, his pinch run ability. Could maybe go Luke Williams if you wanted to give a guy who does have some speed. We saw him steal a couple of bags while up with the Braves. Maybe a little bit better bat. I think that's debatable, um, but he can play infield and outfield, so it gives you a little bit more versatility. So I think if there was, were a discussion to be had there, It'd be Forrest Wall versus Luke Williams, but I think it's going to be Forrest Wall. And then your other outfielder, Kevin Pilar, he's going to be there. Your right-handed bat. You know, we could see him platoon with Eddie Rosario in the postseason if the Braves see a left-handed starter. Again, a lot depending on the matchups here, who the Braves face. Jesus Lazardo, who's going to be going game one for the Marlins, a very good left handed pitcher. Certainly would need Kevin Kevin Pilar for that game. And he's been great. Defensively, So you could use them for a defensive replacement late in the game as well, which I think they should do if they have a lead late with Eddie Rosario out there. I think you definitely need to go to Kevin Pillar to give you that defensive upgrade. Not that Eddie's been terrible. He made actually some really good adjustments later in the season and made some good catches out there, doing a good job running in on baseballs. But Kevin Pillar is certainly an upgrade there. And then at the DH, it's Marcel Ozuna. That's his job. He's going to be in there every single day. Now that's the easy side of things. The more tougher decisions to make come on the pitching side. And right now you look at your starters that you know that are locks, and it's Spencer, Spencer Strider and Max Freed. Those are your two locks right now at this moment. And Max Freed is currently on the injured list. Now, supposed to pitch on Tuesday. We'll know a not, We'll know a lot more after that start for him and how it goes and whether or not he'll be ready. Still don't know the order of where these two guys will go. But I do think, you know, those are going to be your two main horses, obviously. See Joseph Greenwell saying Grissom over Williams on the roster. If Grissom had the ability to play outfield, then maybe I could see that. But I still think it's going to be, you know, Forrest Wall over both of those guys. But on the pitching side, again, for starters, Max Freed, Spencer Strider. I know why I'm blanking on Spencer Strider's first name (laughs) at the moment, but those are going to be your two guys. And hopefully Max Freed does come out of Tuesday's start looking healthy outside of that I don't know who your other starters are at this moment. I think Bryce Elder is a huge question mark. Now on my roster predictions, I do have Elder on the roster. At the same time, I only carry Bryce Elder if I think he's going to start a game. I don't know that he gives you any, you know, upside coming out of the bullpen. I don't I don't see him in that type of role. I think you only carry Bryce Elder If you believe he's going to start a postseason game for you, if not, then maybe you go with another left handed arm like a Jared Schuster, like a Dylan Dodd, just to give you another lefty in the bullpen again, depending on the matchup and who you're playing. But I do think it'll be freed strider and elder. We'll see what happens in that game three. And again, part of that may depend on how the first two games go. But those are my starters right now. In the bullpen, it's Iglesias Mentor, Jimenez Johnson. Those are your your core four. Those are your guys who are going to be pitching in high-leverage situations. Behind them, I have Kirby Yates, Jesse Chavez, Kyle Wright, Michael Tonkin, Brad Hand, and I have A.J. smith shaver And I've kind of been lobbying for this one for a while now. I don't know how the 20-year-old's going to react in the postseason, and that's my biggest hang-up with this, but... I think he's one of the better arms you have on your forty-man roster. He's already there. He's available for you. Why not at least put him on the roster, see what he can do? You know, maybe get him that experience that maybe helps him down the road in the future. Kind of having that postseason experience. So I put AJ Smith Chaver on there as my thirteenth arm. I think you can make a case for for Winans or or um, Vines as well to give them that 13th spot, to kind of be that bulk guy if you need them. I already mentioned Schuster or Dodd. Again, if you wanted to get another lefty on the roster, I think those could be possibilities. But I think A.J. Smith-Schalver is your best arm. I think he has the best arm talent all of, out of all of those guys. So I would give it to them. AG7 says, do you think McHugh being activated from the injury list today has any bearing on the NLDS roster? Before McHugh got hurt, I, I said, I don't want him anywhere on the postseason roster. I can't imagine they bring him off the IL and then all of a sudden just insert him into the postseason like that when he wasn't very good before and he hasn't pitched in a while. I just cannot see Colin McHugh being part of this postseason roster. But for me, I'd have AJ smith Shaver in there as that 13th arm. Go with the arm talent. Use him if you need to, but... Uh, again, I just go with the arm talent there. What's the status of Nick Anderson? Three appearances in Gwinnett, two and a third innings, five hits, two walks, three earned, one strikeout. I don't think you just like McHugh, I just don't think you can throw him back in there in the postseason and expect him to be the guy that he was before. So I don't see it with Nick Anderson either being a part of this equation. If I'm being completely honest with you here, and I always try to do that here on Lockdown Braves, there are six arms and this Braves pitching staff that I, I trust. That's Freed, Strider, Iglesias, Mentor, Jimenez, and Johnson. If you're the Braves, I think you try to get through this postseason using those six arms exclusively as much as you can. Now, that's not possible. You're going to have to use some other guys, and hopefully if they do advance, Charlie Morton's available. I would add him to that list. I know he's had his ups and downs, but I would add Morton to that list to give you seven guys. But right now, going into this NLDS those are the six arms that I trust the most. If I'm using Yates, Chavez, Wright, Tonkin, AJ Smith, Shaver, Han, Bryce Elder, you know, it's in a situation where I have to, and somebody's gonna have to pitch Game Three. And I think right now, for me in Game Three, I, I don't know, is a toss-up. I, I like the combination of AJ Smith, Chauver, and Kyle Wright the other day. I think you could flip it. I mean, you know, Kyle Wright has a little bit more experience. I know they've kind of moved him to that bullpen role, but and I think it would be an easy transition for him back to being a starter. Even if he starts the game and gives you two innings and you just let him kind of go as long as he looks good and the stuff looks good, then maybe you start Kyle Wright and then back him up with A.J. smith Shawver. and maybe they combine to give you five innings. If they can do that and you got a lead or you're in the game and then you go to you know Johnson, Jimenez, Minter, Iglesias to finish it off, I mean, I think that's a winning combination. I don't use Yates, Chavez, Tonkin, Hand, Elder, unless I just have to. I, I bring them in if the game's out of hand, one way or the other, or you know, it's a, it's a situation where the Braves are down by two or three runs. You know, I don't bring any of those guys in if the Braves are winning, unless it's by you know five or more runs. I try not to use those guys. If I'm Brian Snicker in the Braves, I'm trying my best to get through this series using six pitchers, Freed Strider, Iglesias, Minter, Jimenez, and Johnson. Again, I know you're going to have to use more than that for game three, but those are the guys I'm depending on right now in this postseason run. I mentioned a lot depends on the matchup. The Phillies, they're good against both, but they have a, a lot of really good lefties in their lineup. Bryce Harper, a 907 OPS, Brandon Marsh, an 864 OPS. Schwarber 848, Trey Turner 803. He's hitting better um you know this year against righties than he is against lefties, which is kind of interesting, and Bryson Stott a 753 as well. So, they have a lot of good left-handed hitters who absolutely mash righties. So, if you do face the Phillies, you may want to consider bringing Schuster or Dodd on that roster just to give you another left-handed option. Not that they've you know, absolutely dominated lefties their time at the major league level, but it would give you a third lefty out there with mentor and hand on the other hand. I mentioned other hand, uh, Cassian, bone, Harper, riamuto They crushed lefties again. Phillies have a good lineup. They're really good against both, but they do have a lot of really good lefties at the top of their order. The Marlins are 20th in team OPS against righty. So I think that matchup favors the Braves a lot more. But that's what I would have right now. That's what I would predict for the postseason roster. Freed, Strider, Elder as your starters. Iglesias, Mentor, Jimenez, Johnson, Yates, Chavez, Wright, Tonkin, AJ Smith, Shaver, and Brad Hand as your pitchers. And then Murphy, Travis Darno, Matt Olsen, Ozzy Albies, Orlando Arcia, Austin Riley, Nikki Lopez, Eddie Rosario, Michael Harris, Ron Acuna Jr., Forrest Wall, Kevin Pilar, and Marcel Ozuna as your position players. We'll see how things shake out. Would love to know what you think down in the comment section below let me know who you would have on this postseason roster what pitchers do you trust the most let me know down in the comment section below next i'll be taking some of your questions from those who are here with me live on youtube i'll answer all of those here next I'm so excited to remind you about a bird dogs as they are the stretch khaki shorts that have become my new favorite go-to every day. I wear them. They're designed to fit slimmer, but they also allow the comfortability to move around. It's so much better than regular shorts that can feel stiff. I wear my bird dogs for any type of occasion work, which yes, I work from home, but I like to be comfortable when I work from home, exercise, school, going to the grocery store, whatever it may be, you can wear them for anything because not only do bird dogs shorts feel great, but they look great as well, making them the perfect fit for wherever you go or whatever you're doing. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter promo code locked on MLB at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free, water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. The Braves will be back in action on Saturday, but you can catch all the postseason action starting this Tuesday on P- SiriusXM on the SXM app. All right, we are doing this live, getting back to doing these. I do it if you're new and you just joined during the year. During the offseason, I will do a lot of live uh, posts or podcasts on YouTube. So that's a lot of fun. Get to have some interaction live with a lot of you, which we're going to do now. So be looking for that mostly throughout the offseason, but we got so many off days here leading up to when the Braves start that uh, we'll do several here this week as well. So I want to jump and look at some of the questions here. William the Worst says, who starts game three in the NLDS? I kind of already covered that. I think it's going to be Bryce Elder. I believe that's what the Braves will do. If it were me, I'd honestly start Kyle Wright. I'd start Kyle Wright see if he can get you two, three innings, and then I'd piggyback him with A.J. smith Chauver. I would use some combination of those two. If you want to start A.J. smith Chauver, you can. Look, I don't even know if he's going to be on the roster, but I'm just saying what I would do. I think those are the best. I think they have the best stuff. And when you get to the postseason, it's all about who has the best stuff. Now, if they can't command it, then it doesn't mean a thing. But I think those two guys have the better stuff out of the pitchers that you have. You can start Jesse Chavez as well. I think that's another option. Look, I've defended Bryce Elder all year long, but I've also said he's a fourth or fifth starter. He is not a number three, and that's what you'd be asking him to do or to be to start Game Three of the postseason. He's just not that. When Kyle Wright's healthy, he is. I think AJ Smith Chauver is going to be at least a number three when he you know finally puts it all together. He may not be that right now. I think Jesse Chavez is a veteran. You know, he'd be okay starting a game, maybe getting you two innings, and you know, putting up a couple of zeros. So I think those are some options there for the Braves, but if it were me, I'd start Kyle Wright, and I'd see how long he could give you, and then I'd piggyback that with A.J. smith Shaver coming out and just throwing 95, 96 with a you know devastating breaking ball. So that's what I would do, but if I had to guess right now, I think uh, Bryce Elder is going to start game three. I see Jesse Lancaster kind of agreeing with that as well. Um, Chris, thanks so much for being an everyday uh, listener. And Chris LeClerc says, Ozuna for World Series MVP. I mean, what a way to finish an amazing turnaround season it's been for Ozuna for him to get the World Series MVP. And Matt Mock says, where's Ian Anderson and Matzik when you need them? I would love to have a healthy 2021 version of Tyler Matzik right now. That's exactly what this bullpen could need. Not that I don't trust you know the guys they have back there, but certainly postseason Matzik 2021 uh, would take that right now in a heartbeat. Joey Milby says, I really hope A.J. smith Shawver gets a spot, but I doubt it. Do you think he has a chance? 99 and his breaking ball can play in a lot of different situations. Yeah, uh, again, I've said it multiple times on here. I would put him on the roster. I would take the arm talent, and I'd see what he can do. I wouldn't you know, necessarily throw him out there in a huge situation. That's why I said I'd probably lean towards starting Kyle Wright, seeing how the game's going, and then maybe ease in A.J. smith Shawver." In that way, but I do. I would go with the arm talent of AJ Smith Shaver and just see how it plays. Um, Joseph Greenwell says, "Who would you take? The who would who would you have the bullpen over Jackson or Tonkin? I go with Tonkin. I know he had a rough outing the last game of the year, but he's had some good moments this year. And again, Tonkin's somebody I'm not bringing in unless the game is is kind of out of hand, one way or the other. You know, or somebody gets injured earlier." in the game in year or gets knocked out earlier, trying to bridge that gap and not n- use some of your best guys. That's when I'd be using Tonkin. Um, Barracuda says That's ca- uh, says 12 pitchers would be crazy given the uncertainty of the starters. I agree with that. You need as much pitching as possible, even though it is a, a shorter season. Um, Leland says, what do you attribute Murphy and Darno dropping off a cliff hitting in the second half? They both have been miserable and we need their bats. They've both been miserable. I'll agree with that. The Braves don't need their bats, and maybe that sounds kind of crazy to say. The Braves don't need their bats. If the top five guys in the order are hitting or top six, you want to throw Michael Harris in there with that top six. If they're hitting like they're capable, you don't need the bats of Sean Murphy and Travis Darno as long as they do their jobs behind the plate, calling a good game, blocking up baseball, you know, controlling the run game if they do that I don't care what they hit in the postseason anything they hit in the postseason is just a bonus to me now why they've struggled in the second half I think it's the everyday thing I just don't think that's great for any player trying to get into a rhythm and I don't think that's really helped either one of them at all uh Mike good to see you live again as well thanks so much for joining same to Lady Braves thank you for joining here um our says death taxes and Ron Acuna, either stealing a base or going deep. That's what I'm looking forward to. Barracuda says um, last year, we really only saw four guys hitting the NLDS TDA, Ronnie, Matt and Arcia. How many guys need to be on to get through Philadelphia and Miami? Kind of alluded to this a second ago. I'm looking at those top six guys in the lineup and look, somebody's going to be cold. Uh, we talked about this with the Cespedes family barbecue guys. They were talking about, you know, Tuve was like over 20, or something in the postseason last year, then finally got you know going in the World Series. Somebody's going to be cold, but as long as you have you know maybe three, four of your top six guys going. Uh, you said there were four guys hitting last year. I don't remember that many guys going. I remember Ronnie and Matt were the only ones that I think were consistently hitting in that series. But this Braves lineup's so deep, it's you know you get four or five of those guys going. You know they're going to score plenty of runs. Um. Matt Mox says, I think you got to give A.J. smith Shawver a chance. I agree with that. Samuel Riley, Jake, what type of leash do you think they'll have with Strider and Freed? Strider always has that one bad inning. I I think with those two, got to give them a little bit longer leash. You need those two to give you innings. Look, I'll be completely honest with you, and I said this before the season began. If the Braves are going to win a World Series this year, it's going to be because Max Freed and Spencer Strider are healthy and pitching their best in the postseason. If they're not, Braves aren't going to win this World Series. I don't I don't care how good their offense is. I shouldn't say that. This offense is historic. They could certainly slug their way you know, to a World Series, but it's just hard for me to imagine that happening if Max Freed and Spencer Strider aren't giving you five, six innings, good innings every time they go out. They're not giving you five, six innings of three earned or less. Again, I'm not looking for seven shutout innings. I'm looking for five or six innings, three runs or less. If they're not giving you that every time those two pitch, then I got real concerns about the Braves winning a World Series this year. But I think with those two, you got to give them a little bit longer leash to try to work through things and get going. You saw with Strider even on Sunday. I know it's the Nationals, but gives up three in the first inning and then is able to shut it down after that. And you look back at it, you know, five innings, three earned. You know That's enough to keep this Braves offense in it, which was the case that game. They ended up winning. Um, John McCrory's, McCrory says, I'm afraid that putting this much weight on the shoulders of and strider will, will pay off. We shall see. Uh, and there's a lot of pressure on those two. I just said, you know, you gotta have those two guys pitching. Uh, Adi said, not sure about elder and mentor mentors scared me a little bit since coming back from injury. I've mentioned several times now he hasn't been quite as sharp. Uh, a guy named Nick says congrats on passing seven K stubs on YouTube. Thanks so much for that. Uh, Barracuda, how much much trust do you have in Strider as an ace-level pitcher in October? I love him and expect him to be locked in, but a blow-up inning in the playoffs could be disastrous. The one thing that concerns me about Strider is how does he let the foul balls affect him? How does he let a pitch going his way affect him? How does he let a blue pit affect him? We've seen that in the past where it can really just kind of throw him off and lead to those big innings. And on a postseason stage where you know he wants to be so good and You know, he wants to be great. Is he able to push past those things and continue to pitch his game? That's the only thing that worries me the the most. I think he's going to, you know, obviously have great stuff, better stuff than he had with him last year, but how he responds to when those things happen, not just the key in this postseason, but the key really for Strider going forward. How does he move past those and still execute his pitches and not let those little things that he can't control affect him? Chris says, much love to you, Jake Charles. Hey, Jake, I agree with you. I don't know what you agree with me about, but thanks for agreeing with me, Matt mock what exactly did the Braves do last year leading into the NLDS that made them decide to go to SIM games this year, just drills, BP and workouts. They never really specified, or at least I didn't see exactly what they did last year, but it seems like this year they're trying whatever they can to crank up the intensity, you know, having fans, uh, I, I hope it's going to be somewhat of an actual simulated game. You know, you're going to have, you're going to have outs. You're going to, you know, record hits. Players are going to run, run the bases, all of that. I hope it's going to be as close to an actual game as it can be. I've mentioned this. My biggest concern with all these off days is for the hitters and their timing. You just cannot replicate that in batting practice. So, you know, I know Freed's going to pitch, probably going to see Elder pitch, probably going to call up some minor leaguers, have them throw some innings. I want to see an actual live sim game happening you know fans in the crowd i'm gra- i'm glad for the people that are going to get to go and experience that i don't know how much that's really going to to help because at the end of the day it's a glorified scrimmage um but uh they're looking for, for ways to switch things up and i'm glad to see that and glad to see that they're trying Different things. We got a lot of the questions here, not able to get to on this podcast. But thank you so much for joining live again. We'll have a lot more of these this week as we get geared up for the postseason, and then obviously in the off season, just about every podcast will be streamed live. So thank you so much for joining and doing that. But next, we're going to turn our attention to Wild Card Tuesday. Things get underway. What to look for in that Marlins philly series? Who the Braves could be facing or will be facing coming out of that? We'll discuss all of that next. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can, get, can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. I've been using uh, FanDuel for the season as well. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. Also, visit FanDuel.com slash PlaySafe for tools and resources to help you stay in control of the way you play. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Postseason begins on Tuesday. Catch every pitch of the postseason with SiriusXM on the SXM app. And I am so excited for the wild card series to get underway. I hope the Braves win the division every year and don't have to participate in it so I can just sit back and enjoy these games without the stress. Rangers and Rays starting at 3.08 p.m. Eastern. You got Jordan Montgomery versus Tyler Glassnell. I feel so bad for the Texas Rangers. I mentioned it yesterday. Led that division for most of the season. And on the last day, they lose it and a one nothing loss to the Mariners and now you got Jordan Montgomery going up against Tyler Glass now in Tampa Bay in a wild card series. We'll see if they're able to rally and win that one, but it's going to be a tough road now for the Rangers. You got the Blue Jays at Twins starting at 4:38 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Kevin Gosman versus Jorge Lopez. Can you imagine if the Braves still had Kevin Gosman? They would have had to sign him to a big free agent deal at this point, which Probably wouldn't have happened, but he has turned out to be one of the better pitchers in all of baseball. On the National League side, you got the Diamondbacks at Brewers starting at 7.08 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Brandon Fatt against Corbin Burns. Unfortunate news for the Brewers. Brandon Woodruff, he might be out for the entire postseason. He's at the very Least going to be out for the, uh, the Wild Card Series and I think possibly the Division Series as well. Uh, so rough news there for the Brewers. they got a lot of good pitching over there, but Woodruff... One of the best in all of the, all of baseball, so that's going to be a tough loss for them. That Diamondbacks team, I think they're really sneaky. Um, obviously, Corbin Carroll, what he's doing, I think he's going to have a shot at, at you know a forty forty season in his future. But uh, Diamondbacks, a really good sneaky team there. That should be a really fun matchup. I'm looking forward to watching that one just as a baseball fan. And then you got the Marlins at Phillies, starting at eight oh eight p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Jesus Lazardo versus Zach Wheeler. Braves are obviously going to face the winner of this one, very familiar with both teams. This first game is going to be a tricky one for the Phillies. I mentioned he got Lazardo starting. He's a tough lefty. He's started twice against the Phillies this year. Both outings were quality starts. On April 11th, he had a quality start, six innings, three earned. And then on July 9th, six and a third innings, two earned against Phillies. So that's 12 and a third innings this year against the Phillies, just five earned runs for Lizardo. So this is going to be a tough game for the Phillies. We know how great the Marlins pitching staff is. Can they get anything going against Zach Wheeler? That should be a fun game to watch in a great pitching matchup. So looking forward to, to breaking that one down and again, seeing who the Braves are going to face coming out of that one in a three game series. Winning that first game is very crucial. Obvious statement of the day. I'm going to go with the Rays. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. I'm going to go with the Brewers and I'm gonna go with the Phillies. I still think the Phillies get it done, but that's who I think takes game one of these wild card series. Let me know who you think wins those wild card games down in the comment section below. Again, thanks to everybody who joined live on YouTube. Appreciate all that in your comments and your questions. If I didn't get to your questions, make sure you drop them down in the comment section below on YouTube, and I'll make sure that I get to all of those there. Once more, one more time, the postseason begins on Tuesday. Catch every pitch of the postseason with Sirius XM on the sxm app that would do it for this episode of lockdown braves thanks for making us your first listen of each and every day if you're an everydayer let me know down in the comment section below as well make sure you follow the podcast on social media at a lockdown underscore braves you can follow me at shortstop ball subscribe to us on youtube if you're new hit that thumbs up button make sure that you rate review and subscribe to the lockdown braves podcast wherever you get your podcast and we will talk to you next time